you should set the scene. I thought that for the first, like, uh, this is, uh... I mean, I think you, Sage Manager does that. Sage Manager does that. Okay. All right. Josh, Chris, and John are going to be reading another scene from Act 2 of Our Town. Chris, as stage manager, will take us off. You see, we want to know how all this began. This wedding, this plan to spend a lifetime together. I'm awfully interested in how big things like that begin. George and Emily are going to show you now the conversation they had when they first knew that, that, as the saying goes, they were meant for one another. But before they do that, I want you to try and remember what it's like to have been very young. And particularly the days when you were first in love, when you were like a person sleepwalking and you didn't quite see the street you were in, and didn't quite hear everything that was said to you. You're just a little bit crazy. Will you remember that, please? Now, they'll be coming out of high school at 3 o'clock. George has just been elected president of the junior class, and it's June. That means he'll be president of the senior class all next year. And Emily's just been elected secretary and treasurer. I don't have to tell you how important that is. Yep. There they are, coming down Main Street now. I can't, Louise. I gotta go home. Goodbye. Oh, Ernestine, Ernestine, can you come over tonight and do Latin? Isn't that Cicero the worst thing? Tell your mother you have to. Goodbye, goodbye, Helen. Goodbye, Fred. Can I carry your books home for you, Emily? Why, uh, thank you. It isn't far. Excuse me a minute, Emily. Say, Bob, get everything ready. I'll be there in a quarter of an hour. If I'm a little late, start practice anyway. And give Herb some long eye ones. His eye needs a lot of practice. See you later. Goodbye, Lizzie. Bye, Lizzie. I'm awfully glad you were elected too, Emily. Thank you. Emily, why are you so mad at me? I'm not mad at you. You... You treat me so funny. Well, since you asked me, I might as well say it right out, George. Goodbye, Miss Corcoran. I, I don't like the whole change that's come over you in the last year. I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings, but I've got to tell the truth and shame the devil. I'm awfully sorry, Emily. What, what do you mean? Well, up to a year ago, I used to like you a lot. And I used to watch you as you did everything. Because we'd been friends so long, and then you began spending all your time at baseball. And you never stopped to speak to anyone anymore. Not even to your own family you didn't. And, George, it's a fact. You've gotten awful conceited and stuck up. And, well, all the girls say so. They may not say it to your face, but that's what they say about you behind your back. And it hurts me to hear them say it. But I've got to agree with him a little. I'm sorry if it hurts your feelings. But I, I can't be sorry I said it. I'm glad you said it, Emily. I never thought that such a thing was happening to me. I guess it's hard for a fellow not to have faults creep into his character. I always expect a man to be perfect, and I think he should be. <laughs> I, I don't think it's possible to be perfect, Emily. Well, my father is, and as far as I can see, your father is. There's no reason on earth why you shouldn't be, too. Well, Emily, I feel it's the other way around, that men aren't naturally good, but girls are. Like, 
you. And well, you might as well know right now that I'm not perfect. It's not as easy for a girl to be perfect as a man, because we girls are more more nervous. Now, I'm sorry I said all that about you. I don't know what no, made me say it. No, I. I guess it now I can see it's not the truth at all, and suddenly I feel that it isn't important anyway. Emily, would you like to like a ice cream soda or? Or, or something before you go home? Well, uh, thank you. I, I would. Oh, hello, George. Hello, hello, Emily. What do you have? Why, Emily Webb, what have you been crying about? She, she's just got an awful scare, Mr. Morgan. She almost got run over by that hardware store wagon. Everyone always says that Tom Huckins drives like a crazy man. Well now, you take a drink of water, Emily. You look all shook up. I tell you, you've got to look both ways before you cross Main Street these days. Gets worse every year. What do you have? I'll have a, um, a strawberry phosphate. Thank you, Mr. Morgan. No, no, you go and have an ice cream soda with me, Emily. Two ice cream, two strawberry ice cream sodas, Mr. Morgan. Two strawberry ice cream sodas. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There are 125 horses in Rover's Corners this minute, I'm talking to you. State inspector was in here yesterday. And now they're bringing in these automobiles. The best thing to do is just stay home. Or I can remember when a dog could go to sleep all day in the middle of Main Street and nothing come to disturb him. There they are. Enjoy them. Yes, Miss Ellis, what can I do for you? They're so expensive. No, no, no. Don't you think about that. We're celebrating. First, we're celebrating our election, and then... Do you know what else I'm celebrating? No. I'm celebrating because I got a friend who tells me all the things that ought to be told me. George, please, don't think of that. I... I don't know why I said it. It's not true. You're No, you, you stick to it, Emily. I'm glad you spoke to me like you did, but... You'll see. I'm I'm gonna change so quick. You you bet I'm gonna change. And Emily, I I want to ask you a favor. What? Emily, if I go away to State Agriculture College next year, will you write me a letter once in a while? You certainly will. I certainly will, George. It certainly seems like being away three years, you get out of touch with things. No, no, no. Maybe I'd... letters from Grover's Corner wouldn't be so interesting after no, a while. I, I mustn't Grover's do that. Corners isn't a very important place when you think of all New Hampshire, but I think it is a very nice town. The The day wouldn't come when I wouldn't want to know everything that's happening here. I know that's true, Emily. Well, I try to make my letters interesting. You know, Emily, whenever I meet a farmer, I ask him if he thinks it's important to go to agriculture school to be a good farmer. George. Yeah, and some of them say that, it, that, that it's even a waste of time. You can get all these things anyway out of the pamphlets the government sends out. And, and Uncle Luke's getting old. He's about ready for me to start in taking over his farm tomorrow if, if I could. My. And like you say, being gone all that time in other places and meeting other people, if anything like that can happen, I don't want to go away. I guess new people aren't any better than old ones. I I bet they're almost never... Emily, I... 
I feel that you're as good a friend as I've got. And I don't want to go and meet other people in other towns. But, George, it's, maybe it's very important for you to go and learn all about that. Uh, cattle judging and soils and those things of, uh, of course, I don't know. Emily, I'm going to make up my mind right now. I won't go. I'll tell Pa about it tonight. Boy, George, I don't see why you have to do decide right now. It's a whole year away. Emily, I'm glad you spoke to me about my care about that fault in my character, and what you said was right. But there was one thing wrong in it, and that was when you said that you know for, for a year I wasn't noticing people in. You, for instance. Listen, Emily, you say you were watching me when I did everything. Why, I I was doing the same about you all the time. Why, sure, I always thought about you as one of the chief people I thought about. I always made sure you were sitting on the bleachers and, and, and who you were with. And we've always had lots of talks and, 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 and joking in the halls. And they always meant a lot to me. Of, of course, they weren't as good as the talk we've been having now. Lately, I've been noticing that that you've been acting kind of funny to me, and for three days I've been, I've been trying to walk home with you, but something's always got in the way. Yesterday, I was standing over against the wall waiting for you, and you walked home with Miss Cor George. Life's awful funny. How could I have known that? Why, I thought Listen, you Emily, I... I'm going to tell you why I'm not going to agriculture school. I think that once you found a person that you're very fond of, I mean a person who's fond of you to at least enough to be interested in your... Well, I, I think that's just important as college, and even more so, that's what I think. I think it's awfully important, too. Emily. Yes, George? Emily, if I improve and make a big change, you going to fuck? <laughs> Would you... I mean... Could you be... Uh, I am now. So I've always been. I guess this is an, an important talk we're having. Yes, yes. <sighs> Wait just a minute and I'll, I'll take you home. Mr. Morgan, I'll have to go home and get the money to pay you for this. It'll only take me a minute. What's that? George Gibbs. Do you mean to tell me... Yeah, but I had reasons. Mr. Morgan, look, here's my gold watch to keep until I come back with the money. That's all right. Keep your watch. I'll trust you. I'll be back in five minutes. I'll trust you ten years, George. Not a day over. Got all over your shark, Emily? Yes, thank you, Mr. Morgan. It was nothing. I'm ready.